Hey, and welcome to Cynthia Talks Life. I'm your host, Cynthia Changmintz. I can't believe it's September. I'm now 43 in junior mints. As of this recording, has just started junior kindergarten. So yes, full day school. You know, I'll report on his progress next episode since this isn't about new beginnings, this episode that is, though it should be. This episode is a rant. Yes, a rant. I've been searching for Chinese cuisine specific meal kits. There are tons of Asian influence kits and mainstream services like HelloFresh and Chef's Plate, but I'm looking for something that is more of a restaurant affiliated service or already prepped and ready to cook or even heat. And I don't mean frozen dumplings from say Asian legend. So don't even send me info on this kind of stuff. I did find one on Lai Waiheen's website, but I'm not sure if they still offer that. I contacted TNT, the big grocery chain on social media, since they're really active online, but the response I got was more for regular frozen meals. The social media person didn't seem to understand what I was looking for. Was this person a bit, you know, out of the loop? I'm sure they know about meal kits. They're, of course, a food and grocery business, right? A well-known food columnist for the Toronto Star said he didn't think this was something people in the Chinese community, the immigrant ones anyway, are all that interested in, in Toronto. However, I disagree with them. I think many are. They just don't want to openly admit that they don't want and because they don't want to lose face. Loss of face is a thing in the culture and in other Confucian-influenced cultures like Korean and Vietnamese. So they just don't want to tell people that they need it. Anyway, I've contacted other restaurants besides Lai Waheen. However, many are awful with social media and don't even have email posted on their websites, if they have them at all. It's totally WTF. I mean, it's 2022. Do they know who, like, who their clientele are? Who do they think they are, that is? is it, are they only trying to target boomers and only boomers? Are they not being Gen X, Millennial, and Gen Z friendly? Do they not want our business? It's kind of, I feel like that's what they're trying to say by not having a good online presence. It's more than just that kind of WTF, you know? I mean, it's totally age discrimination and perhaps even language discrimination, since they very well known that those of us born here are more likely to have limited knowledge of Chinese. And they quite frankly prefer electronic communication with their team over actually calling them. And of course, there's also the discrimination of people who are not, with the, not in the Chinese community and, and don't know how to read or write or speak the language. But that's a whole other story. But anyway, Back to the whole calling thing. Take me, for example. If I call to them, chances are I'm going to be speaking with someone I have trouble communicating with. I speak Cantonese better than a lot of CBCs, but how do I say, how does one say meal kit if they don't even know what I'm talking about? I know the Chinese term for it, and I'd probably be spending five minutes trying to explain, find the proper words in Cantonese. Fun hop doesn't sound like the right translation because I think that's more similar to a bento or tiffin if we're going to borrow terms from other cultures. 
I can't seem to get hold of anyone who can help me, and it's really, really frustrating. I really wish there was an actual service who, who curates packages from various restaurants, kind of like what Salt Gourmet Foods or 100 Kilometer Foods has, like a restaurant at home kind of a thing. Some restaurants that have a whole chain of various names, like Taroni or Oliver and Bonaccini, have an online service offering various ready-to-heat family meals. I find it disappointing that it's so difficult to find Chinese cuisine like that, in, that, in that kind of category. Like I said, I know the market is out there. Just ask my parents, and they want good food, not random, you know, fro typical frozen convenience foods that you can find in the supermarket. If a nice pizza place, like, you know, Piano Piano and Libretto can freeze and sell pizza, then restaurants can do this more than just dumplings. I wouldn't mind good dim sum. Dim sum associated with a restaurant, including items like chow fun and other gao, right? Like dumplings. I know spring rolls are readily available, but that's not what I want. And plus, it's very grocery story spring rolls. And it's definitely not what my parents want. Soups are freezer friendly, so why not that? Steamed fish probably won't work but it doesn't mean that they can't have pre-marinated fish ready for the client to cook. People just don't want to spend time to put anything together these days. It's from scratch, that's all. We just want to cook it and eat it. It would be great for seniors and busy families. As for my family, we order a lot from places like Farmer and Real Food Kitchen. Well, not so much Farmer anymore, ever since they cut their, my favorite, Vegetable mac and cheese. Their meals just aren't all that interesting, the other ones anyway. Real Food Kitchen, aka RFK, is great, but they're on hiatus until later in the fall. I hope they come, I don't, and, and I don't even know when they're exactly coming back as they haven't exactly announced it on social. I've also recently tried another brand, one marketed at targeting women and busy families. Personally, I'm not sure how exactly it only targets women since it's food, unless they mean busy moms, as it's usually the woman of the house who prepares meals. I just wish it had a little more plant proteins. They're getting a little bit better at it after my second order, but anyway. I probably also want to try Rosary Smith. She has tons of stuff. West, most many Western, quote-unquote, meal delivery services have their own flaws. Most cater to single people or people looking to take meals to work. Fewer have family kits, other than the ones that I mentioned a little bit earlier. And, you know, the kind that is, like, ready to heat, ready to, ready to cook. That's why I love RFK. You know, it would be great if they had a little more sides, veggie sides, available. I guess there's always good old frozen mixes, you know, mixed veg you know, like mixed veggies that you just get off the freezer section in the supermarket. I've also tried Kitsch Catering, you know, the people who own Starving Artists, the waffle place, but their family options just aren't what I'm looking for. They recently started doing single-serve meals for busy people who don't have time to cook, and those options look interesting, but they are just like every other... Um, meal service that caters to the single single people or to one person. 
because you know you can't just order proteins or sides i.e. not family friendly the family meals they have are mostly soups stews and casseroles you know i can get a family lasagna like a family size lasagna anywhere you know and the same with enchiladas yada 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 plus there are also things i can make myself i'd much prefer grilled chicken or tofu fish veggies anyway there are other services like Porta, which is under the uh, Tironi umbrella. I've tried them. They're okay, but I'm not a big fan of being forced to subscribe. I, it's basically like being forced to eat the stuff every week or month or whatever. The longest time between deliveries is actually one month, although you can pause it and delay it. But, you know, seriously, that's not what everybody wants. People, some people just want to try it out. Plus, some of their containers take up a lot of freezer space. You don't really need to put pasta in the one-liter-sized ice cream-type containers. What's wrong with vacuuming, like a vacuum pack? I had, to, and had an order delivered to me a couple of weeks ago, and I still have, like, two pizzas and pasta in the freezer. Plus, it's really, really carb-filled. It's all pizza, pasta, desserts, and pastry. Anyway, back to the Chinese food meal, meal kit thing. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just try here to talk about an opportunity that everybody there it seems to be missing out on. This is Toronto. We have a huge Chinese community. And, you know, especially for those of us who grew up eating foods like that but don't have the time or knowledge to make them. I get that the older generation who still have very strong Confucian values might feel uncomfortable admitting it. But at the same time, like I've said before, they're not the only ones looking out for these. We CBCs, Canadian-born Chinese, are probably completely fine with general meal kits and perhaps services, as are people who are outside of the community who are looking to try or, you know, try these more quote-unquote authentic foods that they get at restaurants. And back to us CBCs, we're looking for, for heritage foods. Many of us aren't just that great at cooking these foods without consulting Google. And really, we might not even be 100% familiar with all the ingredients. As long as these kits are properly translated for those of us who are illiterate in our ancestral languages, it would be fine since we'll have a rough idea of what things are. We're not as ignorant about our backgrounds as some aunties seem to think. And as for restaurant meal kits, I really wish it was easier to communicate with them. Like I said, the language barrier is a major issue. I, and another thing, if I said tanha, right, that's, they're probably thinking I'm talking about a combo. Tanha beiyan, okay, gang, ding. Like, meal boxes one can cook with at home. Like I said before, mouthful. And it's an area that DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, has yet to address. Plus, it's really difficult for them to do so because they don't think it's necessary. I'm looking at you people. DEI needs to be addressed, like, like to, they need to address like a much wider range and not just focusing on making minorities more comfortable with being who they are in areas that are traditionally they were excluded from. Blah, 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 blah. I address Chinese food since it's my background, but I think it exists in many immigrant communities, especially ones where the majority are first and second generation. 
the language barrier between kids and the older generation, as well as the wider community who might be interested in cooking meals with these cultures has yet to be addressed. We wanna learn, but we don't know where to get these kids to do so, especially when we just wanna try ourselves before heading to the supermarket to buy everything, you know? Anyway, end of the rant, and I hope you understand. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Cynthia Talks Life, Delectably Chic or Otherwise. Our opening theme is called Progress is an Inevitable by Black Rome, and our closing music is called Landing Place by Mark July. Both are courtesy of Shutterstock. Stay tuned for more coming soon to wherever you listen to podcasts. If you would like to contact me, please email me at talkslife at cynthiacmintz.com. Questions, suggestions, and tips are always welcome. Hey, I may even answer some of your questions on air. You can also find me on social at, for an Instagram at Cynthia C. Mintz and Twitter on, at Cynthia CM79. You want to read my blog? I'm at www.cynthiacmintz.com. You can find all this information in the show notes. And if you would like to be featured on this show, I'm open to interviews, so please let, let me know. See you next time.